Hi and welcome to Suddenly Solo. I'm Janie. Thank you for listening. This podcast is all about my ideas, my learnings, my self-healing and self-discovery as I move through life as a solo parent. And hopefully in listening to what I'm going through, you can hear snippets of your own journey and we can build a community together. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the episode. Hi, I hope you guys are having a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in to listen again. I'm recording outside, so no doubt you will hear birds, um, cicadas are very loud today. Um, It's like the final days of summer before we slide into autumn, so... I think the cicadas are out and about trying to impress each other. Um, And you're probably hearing a few cars go past, so hopefully the audio is okay. Um, I just wanted to record really quickly while it was fresh in my mind. The idea of um, looking and listening for guidance in unexpected places. Now this may get a little bit woo-woo, so if that is not your thing, um, either listen and take on board what you like or completely disregard, you know, whatever works for you. Um, Unfortunately this week I had to make the hard call to put down one of our beloved dogs and we have a lot of animals at our house. We've got rabbits and guinea pigs and fish, mice, um, ducks, chickens, cats, dogs, (laughs) like we're big animal people, me and my kids, and I, I love them just as much as though they were my own, my own children, like my animals get treated like, like family members, and this particular dog, Star, um, it was hard saying goodbye to her for several reasons, one, she was so old, like I, she's coming up 15, she was 14 and a half years, I got her like six months or four months before the birth of my second daughter, Uh, she was a dog, so she was special because we'd had her for so long and literally my children grew up with her, you know, my oldest son was a toddler when, when we got her as a puppy, Uh, they played together, as little babies um my younger children they grew up climbing on her and learning to crawl beside her and learning to walk by holding on to her um her back and learning to cruise around the house as she walked um they'd walk alongside her um you know she's she's been there through everything for us and when I went you know when my husband uh my ex made the choice to leave she was there on my bed like licking the tears away so she's been like this huge huge part and she's moved countries with us and you know she's she's always been there so it's quite a huge chunk to not have her there and for me it was also hard because my ex and I picked her out together you know it was kind of like that final piece of our life together had gone I mean even though (laughs) we obviously have children together and I'll still be uh, co-parenting with them it that it was tough for that reason on me as well 
and just having to make the call to put an animal to sleep is it's hard because you, you want to do what's best for them but also you don't want to make the wrong decision and I just I couldn't see any way she was going to get better and I felt this was the kindest thing to do so um yeah it, it was really hard and I felt really lost after I'd done that and then dealing with the children's grief and trying to give them a framework to deal with the loss of their you know, one of their favourite animals, their best friend. That was really hard too. And I am a big believer in asking the universe for signs, for giving you guidance. Um, life is just so overwhelming. It's, <laughs> it's overwhelming at the best of times, even when you're fully self-confident and you're clear on your goals in life and you know what you want to have you know what you want to do and what you want to achieve it can still feel really overwhelming and I think also as a solo parent it can feel doubly overwhelming because you don't have that other person to bounce ideas off necessarily you might not even have you know someone that you feel comfortable chatting with um in your daily life to bounce ideas off and ask um advice and you know nut through things with so I'm a big believer in asking the universe, coming up with symbols and signs that are unique and special to you, um, that aren't so commonplace so that when you see them, they sort of stand out. Um, I think it's Gabby Bernstein talks a lot about that in her newest book, which is, what is that called? Super Attractor, I think. She goes into like choosing symbols that are... Um, unique to you um, I know she's talked about it a lot just in general on her Instagram I think um, other sort of spiritual guidance people like Abraham Hicks and whatnot talk about choosing symbols and listening and looking for symbols too and for me um, my symbol is a peacock because I a <laughs> funny story never really liked peacocks I always thought they were too like to show that they showed off too much with their plumage like such um divas of the bird kingdom if you like and I never really paid much attention to them and then as I was going through my sort of rebirth after the divorce and finding who I am and how I want to show up in the world and wanting to find my voice and speak my truth and share my story um wanting to take up space and allow people to see me because I felt like um in my last relationship I hid so much of who I was and stepped back and um allowed all the focus to be on my partner rather than on me which is fine um but it just meant that I I lost a lot of myself in the identity of being a wife and being a mother that was all I knew and all I wanted to be and so when that ended and I had to find myself just as a mother and now as a human you know a single woman on her own it was confusing I was like who is this person who is Jane and that's why I started going by the name Janie because growing up um a lot of my favourite elders would call me Janie 
um, even as an adult, uh, older people who I re- that were just all really sweet to me would call me Janie rather than Jane, and it had such good memories associated with it. I started going by Janie instead of Jane, and um, one day I was just sort of thinking on taking up space and the idea of the peacock with his huge big tail um, just spreading it wide, taking up space, allowing people to look at him and admire his feathers and his patterning and how beautiful he was. Um, It really kind of resonated for me, feeling like a symbol for where I was at at my life, trying to take up space. And so much so that I ended up tattooing a beautiful peacock on my shoulder to remind me to take up space but it's so interesting I sort of said to the universe um, whenever I needed guidance or confirmation I was on the right track or that should I do something can you show me a peacock in an unexpected place the I started seeing peacocks everywhere Uh, it might be like some weird examples I've seen the word peacock in a street name as I was driving. Actual peacocks, I've seen them in the physical. Uh, I'll be watching TV and someone will pick up a book and there's a peacock feather on the cover of the book or there's a peacock print on um, an artwork in the background of the TV show I'm watching. Um, Randomly the other day I was watching, um, what was it, AJ and the Queen and RuPaul's character in his minivan was sleeping on sheets with peacocks printed all over them. Um, Just strange things that I wouldn't expect. I was on a course recently and I was thinking to myself, I feel like this course is really resonating and it's learning a new skill and I feel like I could really get on board and use this skill a lot more. And literally the man that was teaching us started talking about how he had used this particular method to treat animals. And one of the animals he had treated was a peacock. So that's the way I asked the universe for guidance to show me peacocks. Um, (laughs) Slightly off track from my original story with the dog getting um, put down. I was feeling really apprehensive and didn't know if I'd done the right thing and a friend suggested I do a card pull. As I sat down to shuffle my oracle cards to see what the message was, a beautiful fantail started flying around my two dogs outside. Then the fantail flew through the door um, into the lounge, did a loop in front of me and flew straight back out. Now, here in New Zealand, the fantail is a symbol of death in the family um, when it flies into your house. So I felt like that symbology fitted for me because I just lost a family member. My, My dog is a family member for me. And I felt like that fantail was like a message from the universe to say, it's okay, she's okay, it's fine. Like everything worked out the way it should do. And then the card I pulled said something along the lines of allowing the universe to talk to you through signs and symbols, not just words. And I love that. I love that synchronicity. I love the fact that it just lined up and 
fitted so perfectly into how I was feeling. Um, two days later, I was upstairs still feeling a little bit sad um, about the loss of my dog and literally I was upstairs in the house um, in the two-story because my house is two-story and I heard a chirping and I thought oh is there a bird like right outside the window and I turned around and this baby fantail was in my bedroom it flew <laughs> it obviously came in from downstairs and then flew up and then somehow made its way around the corner and into my room and it flew straight into my face I was like you know like gobsmacked and it let me pick it up and I took it it wasn't her or anything um fantails are quite friendly birds they like to toy with cats they will sit on the lower branches and chirp at them and flip round. So they're, they're quite friendly little birds. They're not scared of humans like other sort of birds seem to be. So it let me pick it up and I took it outside. It was teeny tiny. It was such a little wee bird. Um, I opened up my hands and it flew straight away off into the world. And I was like, wow, I feel like that was another confirmation that everything is okay. And without a word of a lie, not five minutes later, like I think it was less than five minutes, there was a knock at a door. And I opened the door and there was the most beautiful bunch of flowers from a really dear friend of mine. And she'd sent the flowers to me and my children to just say, sending love as you, you know, you deal with the passing of, of your dog star. And I was just like, wow, <laughs> the way things line up and the way... I just like yes you can say it's all random and it's just those things are separate coincidences but I feel like if it brings you comfort if you can find meaning in, in certain signs and symbols and it brings you comfort and joy in your everyday life who cares if they are just random things that happen that mean nothing to anyone else if they mean something for you and they help make your life more pleasurable if they give you comfort if they help you to um keep yourself on track if they make you feel like okay I'm being guided I'm being seen and it's safe for me to just do life and be happy or go down this path or try something new if that's what these signs and symbols and asking for guidance does for you, then why not? It's the same as the placebo effect. I really don't care if someone was to give me a sugar pill and it was purely in my mind that it made me feel better. As long as I'm feeling better and I'm getting better, that's what I'm taking away from that experience. And so I just wanted to share that um, slightly off topic given that this is supposed to be about solo parenting, um, but also kind of relevant because we do often feel alone and do often struggle for guidance. And I think it's important to find the, com the things that comfort you and that bring you joy and strike wonder into, you know, bring wonder to your, your world. Um, and it doesn't have to be a religious thing. It doesn't have to be a attached to any kind of you know religion or dogma it can just be your own personal dialogue with whatever you believe in whatever you think universal consciousness is or even if you just believe in the energy of 
of life. It doesn't even have to be anything spiritual. I think signs and symbols can be hugely potent to helping us um, heal and live our lives with more joy and meaning. Um, So I just wanted to leave that idea with you today. Uh, If you haven't tried it, maybe find a symbol that means something to you, something that's not super common, kind of just declare that as your symbol and maybe ask that you somehow see it or hear it or it, it comes to you somehow in the next 24 hours and just be open and see what happens. I'd love to hear your ideas um, on how symbols have helped you, um, what signs and symbols you have used as your little um, greeting card from the universe, your love note from the universe, as I like to call them. Um, Drop me a DM on uh, Instagram at Rediscovering Janie, and I will talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening.